Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your hosts, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube page at NY Just Fans as we come to y'all with a, new, with a new episode. We're we're less than a week away from the Jets finally playing the Panthers. Zach Wilson versus Sam Darnold's a very exciting game going on. Um, other than that, you know what I'm saying? What you how you feeling about that game, Kyle, coming coming into today? I said I'm I'm feeling I'm saying I'm feeling optimistic about the game. Like I, I like what I've seen so far from you know different aspects of both sides of the ball. You know, it's just, it's really up to see, I guess, how you know the how things are would adapt with you know with some of the injuries that we've had. Yeah. But, you know, I, I I think that um you know, with uh, Salah and those coaching staffs, their their leadership at this point, uh, I believe that you know they they have what it takes, you know, to make the adjustments and you know have us be at the bare minimum a uh, competitive team going into the season. Yeah, um, just just in my opinion, you know, we'll speak more about it next week. I feel like this is going to be one of those games that we finally can get that debate over with. You know, we can, you know, either, either it's going to be where, oh, you know, I told you not to get rid of Donald or it's going to be, yeah, Zach Wilson is our guy and, and we're happy with that, you know. So I'm very excited to see what happens. But, you know, I wish nothing but the best for Donald. And, but I'm with my guy, Wilson, as everybody knows. So before we get into um, – before we get into our first uh, topic, um, I do want to say that uh, we do have good news. Is that Beckton, um, P. Ryan, Mims, and Lamarcus Joyner, and Vera Tucker will be ready for Week One, and that's very important for for the for the Jets to um, have all these guys back. Um, and then we have all of our cuts, which is oof. Um, some of them is kind of questionable, but. We kind of understand why, so I'm gonna tell you the cuts now, and we'll then we'll talk more about that. So the cuts is Josh Johnson, James Morgan, Josh Adams, Lawrence Cager, DJ Montgomery, Vincent Smith, Dan Brown, Ryan Griffin, Kenny Yabor, um, Grant Hermans, Corey Levin, David Moore, Jimmy Jimmy Murray, Isaiah Williams, Ronald Blair, Kyle Phillips, Hamilcar, Rasheed. Uh, sorry, Tenzel Smart, Jeremiah Veloga, uh, Aaron Adibo, Noah Dawkins, Milo Eifert, Deshaun Phillips, Elijah Campbell, JT Hassel, and Sherrod Neeson. Um, does any of them cut surprise you and why? Um, I would say, if anything, maybe. You know, say I was surprised a little bit about um, the David Moore cut. I said I think that um, he was actually, you know, performing pretty well, and mm-hmm. especially in comparison to in comparison to what um, Feeney was doing out there. So, like that was one definitely for me, and I would say also. Um, the Noah Dawkins ones I'm surprised about because, you know, being that we've, you know, had a couple of injuries on the, the linebacker 
um, the linebacker core, I would be surprised that they, you know, I was just surprised that they um, decided to to get rid of a body from that from that area. So I would say that's you know two of two of the um, the cuts that you know kind of kind of like head scratchers, but um, I know a lot of them were cuts that were I know these guys will potentially. Uh, be practice squad players. That's if they, you know, they clear waivers. So some of the other, like, some of the other ones are pretty, uh, not so much of a surprise. Right. Um, and I also forgot Lamar Jackson, but um, I think what's more, more surprising to me, Kyle, is that Dan Feeney is still on the squad and, and he hasn't really performed that well, in my opinion, to, to the, in the preseason. He, he got pushed around, you know, just watch the film, especially the Giants and the Packers game. He looked like he got pushed around. And even if you want to, don't want to admit it, I feel like he didn't deserve it. And also it was another player. I felt, I felt like that didn't, Oh yeah. Isaiah Dunn. Um, am I wrong? Am I wrong for feeling this way? Just as a Jet fan, am I wrong for that Kyle? Um, I wouldn't, I would, wouldn't say so because based on his performance, you know, I heard in the beginning of the camp, there was a lot of, you know, talk about the kid that they were um, very optimistic and liked the way he played. But um, on the, you know, on the field in those preseason games, like he's, to me, he hasn't shown anything that would warrant, you know, him staying on the team, especially that, uh, that touchdown he gave up at the end of, you know, the half in the Eagles, last Eagles preseason game. Like, that was mm-hmm. totally on him, just, you know, having bad coverage and bad tackling technique. So, I don't, I said, it kind of almost reminded me of, um, gave me flashbacks of um, um, Pierre from... Oh, my goodness. When, you know, when he was in coverage and, uh, like, he fell down right before the guy caught the ball and ended up giving mm-hmm. up the touchdown late. So, like, that's pretty much what it reminded me of, you know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, don't remind me about about him. But, yeah, um, I feel I feel like maybe maybe Salah and Cole think, think that because he's young, maybe they think they can fix that. But if so, they need to, you know, get him right because we can't afford him to do that against which I which I know he's not going to be in the lineup but I, you know we can't afford him to do that when they start playing against Sam Darnold and you know and all these other quarterbacks and you know not just the quarterbacks but also the wide receivers because because every mistake that they make every mistake that they make they that's when they um what's the name that's when basically they'll just say well you know you made your mistake now here now now we're going to take advantage of it so we'll see what happens. So, yeah, other than that, um, that's it for the cuts right there. And and the Jets have traded a six-round pick for pass rusher Shaq Lawson, which is a veteran at this game. He's still young. Due to Carl Lawson being out for the season, was this the right, the right decision and why? I would definitely um, say that it was a good decision. Well, it's yet to see whether if it was the right one, but I definitely believe it's a good decision based on the fact of, you know, getting that extra body on the, the 
the front line because I, I do believe that they're going to, you know, go with the concept of, you know, the heavy rotational uh, system with their defensive front. So you're going to need body fresh bodies to come in and out, you know, to get, you know, to get the pushes up front. So, you know, based on his, you know, his productivity over the years, you know, nothing, you know, stellar, but he's consistently got at least, I think, something like four sacks, three to four sacks a, a season. So that just shows at least that he can, he has the potential to get sacks, even though it's not, if it's not on a consistent basis, it mm -hmm. might be a different story based on the fact of who, you know, he'll have next to him, you know, with, you know, someone like um, Quentin Williams, you know what I mean? And Fado Costa, yeah. those guys are very good and strong, uh, strong attack guys up front. So having them up there might, you know, boost the fact of, you know, his ability to possibly uh, get more sacks this year. So I'm, I'm not too mad with the decision. Um, I think I'm not mad about this decision because we still, you know, definitely needed a, a pass rusher, even if it's a guy that can give us four, five, six sacks. You know, we still need a guy that's able to get the quarterback. But I think the, the sacks can still be spread around with Quentin Nelson and just like you said, Falukasi and, and, you know, Myers and, and a few other guys, you know, this is this is our this this right here was the just biggest strength, in my opinion. And um, also, I think I think it's no love boss because this is like a, um, this could be a low risk hobby reward when it comes to the contract this season. Right. Um, I believe he has two years left on his contract. So this year and next year, um, mm -hmm. the first year. Um, this year he's he's getting paid next to nothing. Like it's, if I'm not mistaken, he's only he's getting, I believe it's like less than a uh, million dollars for for this season. But I believe in 2022 his um his salary goes up uh, considerably. I think up to something like eight, eight mil, something like that. Right. Yeah, 8.9 mil. And then the last two years of his contract. So he's actually under contract for four years, but the last two years are voided, uh, voided uh, years. Okay. And they do have an out because uh, it seems like the, that next year's, uh, next year's uh, salary isn't guaranteed. So if they do cut him, they actually get back the the whole nine mil. So I guess yeah, the for the sixth round pick, I guess you look at him as a a, a one year guy, you know, to to cover for um for Carl Lawson. Yeah. Right, and you know, I think this is no love loss here. This is gonna be a, a low risk, high reward type of situation. Um, I know Shaq Lawson was excited. He said. He felt like he could finally be himself. So maybe the Texans was was holding him back, you know? So, yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Up there in Texas, man, they seem like they're getting rid of all the guys. Uh, even they confirmed today that Deshaun Watson will, will not be traded. So, and we don't expect him to play this season either. 
which is which is crazy. <laughs> they seem like they on rebuild mode, and I don't expect them to really do nothing with Terod Taylor to tell you the truth. Yeah, I don't I don't see that team doing much of anything this year, you know, with with the with the pieces that they have. But you know, I guess it's it's yet to be seen. But I don't I don't think their outlook is um very good at all this year. <laughs> Right, then we'll definitely, we'll, we'll definitely uh, see see what happens. Um, we'll definitely see what happens very soon. Um, also, also the Jets made a trade today. They traded Chris Herden. Um, and I heard about this before. This was from um, when I heard about this. This was about a month ago, before preseason, from one of like the Vikings. Um, basically, like one of the top people from the Vikings that was reporting on it that they was interested in Chris Herden, but I didn't expect it to happen. So Chris Herden got traded to the Vikings for a, what was it? Um, Herden and a sixth rounder for a fourth rounder. This, this, uh, well, this upcoming draft, which is 2022 draft. So, so how you feel about the, about this trade? Uh, this one, I said, I'm not too mad about it, but um. I actually didn't want to see him traded. So I would totally believe that uh, Herndon had the possibility of, um, you know, having a breakout year this year. You know, so we saw glimpses of what he can do in his, in his rookie year. Uh, and I think a, a big part of all, you know, his shortcomings was the fact that, you know, he was uh, under Gase's regime. So, you know, I'm kind of upset to see him go because I, I believe, you know, he would have been a good player for us. At the same time, you know, based on what we got back for him, you know, getting a fourth round pick, even though we had to give up a six, um, that's definitely something that, uh, you know, that I I can't be too mad about, you know, mm -hmm. thinking, thinking the same perspective that, you know, if they didn't look at him as that, productive guy you know right. it's it's almost equivalent if not um more compensation than what you know the texans got for a lawson you know we just gave them a six right. where you know we got we moved up two rounds you know with a sixth round pick and and earned it so i said um for the compensation i can't be too mad at it um, I, I definitely not mad at it. They got seven picks in the 2022 draft in the first four rounds. Um, also, they could take maybe two of the fourth rounders, get a third round with a trade, or they can still get six rounders in that draft. So, though Douglas got leverage in, in the situation. Now, the problem I have with this trade, I'm going to be really honest, is if Herding comes back, you know, if Herden comes back from from injury or whatever, from a from an off year, I'm gonna call it an off year, and he does really good with with that damn Kirk Cousins, I'm I'm <laughs> gonna be upset, Kyle. I'm not gonna lie to you, and um, I want Herden to do good, you know, because we we saw from his rookie season that that he was good, you know, but he was part of um Mac, wasn't he part of Mac because Mac uh, drafted him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of on the Matt Gay Matt slash Gaze effect. So I'm 
I'm I'm I'm kind of hoping that it works out for him, but I just don't want him to have no breakout season where oh you know we all gonna be like ah oh, we should have kept them you know <laughs> and 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 you know that's gonna cause problems you know so uh, yeah. I want I want him to do good though <laughs> yeah I said at the at the end of the day though in those situations you can't be too mad because. Even if he does go over there to Minnesota and he does well, you know, he would have done well in whatever system that's being ran over there in Minnesota. You know, we can't right. right say that he could have had the same productivity if he stayed. So, you know, say you can't be too mad, you know, at the fact if he goes somewhere else and, and plays better, you know? I agree. I agree to that. And but like I said, I want him to do well, Kyle. So it's like, I'm I'm not hating, but at the same time, it, you know, we can't we can't forget that he actually did good on his rookie season, and then he just had, I felt like he just had an off season last season, and he's trying to make up for it. And I feel like you know, with the Vikings not having a, a tight end right now, that this was perfect for them, and it was perfect for uh, Kirk Cousins too, you know. So. That's why. That's why I'm like, uh, you know, little, I'm not irritated, but I'm a little uh, <laughs> nervous. <laughs> let's let's say that nervous. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of critical. But speaking of Vikings, real quick, um, Harrison Smith uh, extensions four years, sixty four million dollars overall, five years, seventy four point eighty three million. Um, Smith gets twenty two point five million in the next eight months the highest in NFL history for safety um, for years 22 to uh, year 24. The new money average is 15 mil, 15.3 mil, and the extension includes 26.38 mil guaranteed. Um, did the Vikings need to get get this done with one of the uh, the top safeties in the league? Yeah, I would believe so. I said, this is for me, um, especially looking at, you know, what they did for, you know, Seattle did for Jamal Adams, like to me, that kind of set set a precedence that, you know, if you have your safety and you know what caliber of player they are, you, you need to get them on the wraps because, you know, uh-huh. to me, I gonna say Adams played decent over there, but to me, he wasn't, he wasn't a staple for that defense to be like, okay, well, we have to be concerned about losing him. You know what I mean? Correct. But, you know, I think based on the, the compensation that they gave up to get him, it's like they kind of like put themselves in a stuck situation and say, OK, we well, know we got to just sign this guy, get him on the contract and treat him like the player that we expected him to be. So, yeah, you know, with that being said, you know, someone like Harrison Smith, you who, you know, is a ideally is a better safety, you know, Agree. Um, then Adams, you, you would probably don't want to look to take care of him, you know. Yeah, even though I still scratch my head to um, Adams deal, um, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give him, give him his money. So this was definitely a, a much needed uh, contract for for Smith, and congratulations to him. But you know, to this day, I'm still scratching my head. Maybe that. Adams maybe will get like you know more than one interception this season, you know, <laughs> and show why you're in that contract. <laughs> For real, 
yes. And <laughs> like I said, you know, there's no hate, but at the same time, it's, I feel like the, the Seahawks had a much needed bigger problem on, on the old line than, than, than just that safety that they could fix in that 2022 draft. But we'll, yeah. but we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see. Um, I think I think a lot of people were shocked by Cam Cam Newton being released today, um, earlier today, and not just that, but also Mac Jones got the starting job. Um, I know we spoke about this plenty of times, Kyle, and we was and we kind of wasn't shocked because Mac Jones, we felt like Mac Jones felt fit in that system perfect. But where where what do you see uh next for Cam Newton? Yeah, that's I would say that's the bigger question in all this because yes, like that I don't I I had much confidence, you know, with um, you know, coming out of draft and um Mac Jones and his abilities. So that's the fact that he he actually has the starting job now, it's like it's not a big surprise to me. But Correct. the bigger thing is definitely Cam to see, you know, because I said Cam, he just needs to be in the, the right situation. Like, uh, Mark. I don't know, you know, at the at the present moment where, you know, where you would see him end up based on, you know, just um, the needs of any team that's uh, around the league. You know, mm. honestly, though, uh, I I would actually wouldn't mind him seeing him probably in Washington. Mm. And, the, and the reason why I say Washington is the fact that, you know, they have a, a solid defense. You know what I mean? So yes. that would to me, I think what will happen is having a having a solid defense would allow Cam to be more relaxed and more um play more freely because you know you have a defense that can clean up some of the mistakes that if the offense you know has a turnover here and there you know that they can hold the team and get three and outs for you mm -hmm. so, i said I, I i can to me that would be a better uh i guess situation for him even if he had stayed in you know new england especially with the uh the offensive talent those guys have over there. So, yeah. I mean, you know, with, um, with, uh, Fitz magic, you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. What, what you're going <laughs> to get out of him. Right. You know, honestly, there's no one that can sit here and tell me that if they was to go and get cam, that they wouldn't be a better football team than they are today. That would just be absurd. Cause there's no way on no planet is, you know, fifth magic, a better quarterback than Cam Newton. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I agree. And also Cam, uh Cam played under Rivera too, head coach Rivera as well. So, you know, maybe they maybe they could get a reunion. But one other team I actually was looking at that that uh, kind of makes sense for what Newton kind of does, uh, just in case even though it's a backup bowl would be the Baltimore Ravens, even though I keep saying the Ravens, but <laughs> mm -hmm. um, the Ravens, because they, you know, they are, they are running, they are running team. And, you know, even though I know Cam is, you know, a little old, older, but, you know, 
like if you put Cam in that role, it, it gives him them give him the opportunities, you know, to do what he does best, which is run, run a little bit, you know, probably get the throws because they because what's because what's going on with their running back situation? I think they got Todd Gurley, but they, isn't one of their running backs uh, done for the year? Uh, J.K. Dopkins, Dopkins, sorry, Dopkins. Yeah, as, as far as I know, he's 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 going for the season. So. Yeah, so I don't know how Todd Gurley better be ready. <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity to, to get that to get that mojo back, you know, especially playing with uh, Lamar Jackson. But just in my opinion, I, 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 you know, maybe the Ravens. Um, that's all I could think of. But you know what? You was right about Washington football team because you don't know what to expect from from Fitzpatrick after four games. I'm gonna say four games, and um, and he played done the uh, coach Rivera, so you know they might probably could get a reunion because other than that, I don't, I don't really don't see uh, Washington football team making the playoffs this season due to the due to their quarterback situation. Uh, as I said it's it's that division is very funny because at the end of the day. Um, there's no standout team to say, okay, well, they're the clear cut, you know, better team than everyone else. Maybe on paper, you can say Dallas, but just based on the players that they have, but mm -hmm. you know, you, you never know what you're going to get out of Dallas, you know? Yeah, but you know, you know, I think Dan Quinn is going to shape up that Dallas defense. And I, 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 I made the clear cut for, for Dallas winning the division. And, and speaking of the division winners, um, that was who I had for my NFC East. I had um, Dallas. I think I had Dallas. Um, the West, the West, shockingly, I, I got the Rams, which I, I know you're probably not surprised, um, Kyle. <laughs> um, the North, I, oh, Jesus. I'm trying to think, um, because it really shouldn't be no debate on the North. Um, the North, I, I got the Packers, of course. Um, even though I didn't pick them last season, and that's my apologies, Rogers. I, I should have never yeah. did that. Um, <laughs> in the South, I have the Bucks. So the AFC is is uh, it's a little easy. Um, Bills, I'm picking Bills to win it again, but not by much. Um. West, I got the Chiefs, the AFC North. Oh, Jesus. The AFC North, I have. Oof, that's, that's tough because I want to pick the Ravens, but then again, I don't think I'm going to pick them. I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. Um, I feel like, I feel like you know, Najee Harris is, is going to help Big Ben out, and, you know, Ben's going to come back with some vengeance. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. And then in the South, I got – I should uh, – do I want to choose? Well, I heard that uh, Nelson and um, – for what I heard, I heard Nelson and, and Carson Wentz going to be ready for week one. But at the same time, you know, with the Titans got Julio Jones, I'm going to choose the Titans um, on, on the AFC South. So so what, so um, so who you got for your division with this, uh, Kyle? Um. Okay, we'll start with the, the NFC. And I would say for the, the East, 
Um, I'm going to I'm going to say the Cowboys. I think they'll probably um, squeak it out, you know, towards the end of the year. And I say because I, I really, as I said, their offensive offensive wise, they you know, they you know we got talent, but I'm I'm uh, very interested in to see that uh, that linebacker group that they have play, you know, with um, Parsons, uh, Jabril Cox, and and Neil, like I, I, from day one when when the um when the Cowboys drafted uh when the Cowboys drafted um, Cox, I was like, yeah. okay, well, that linebacker core is going to be something to watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. Um, in the north, yeah, I'm going going Mr. Rogers, and saying there's, there's no reason not to. There's there's no one, yeah, really that. I can see is a is a legitimate threat, you know. Um, in the South, uh, definitely looking at the Bucks. And I said everyone else, uh, yeah, everyone else, even despite despite you know Brady. I said Tampa still got that defense, and the rest of the team. The rest of the teams, you know, they took a couple of steps back in certain areas that I don't think, you know, would help them any to, you know, make a push. So yes. definitely the Bucks. Um in the West. Yeah. Look at the Rams. That's yes. I think uh I think Matthew Stafford's gonna make the uh big difference for that offense over there. I um, mean that's gonna be the toughest division though if you really look at it, pal, you know. Out of the whole NFC, that's going to be the toughest one. And to me, it's just the the Seahawks. It's, it's their O line. Um, the 49ers, Did did they did they uh say who they started was between Lance and uh, Garoppolo? Because because I don't think they did. Yeah, not that I not that I've heard of. You know. Wow. So. Yeah, and the Cardinals. I don't know about them too much. I know they brought JJ Watt, and I know they brought some interesting <laughs> people there, but. It, it just seems like the Rams is going has got something to play for, and I think Stafford is wants to make his name known. I think this is the season for him. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm looking at. I said the guys, the guys been a, a legit starting quarterback, you know, since ever. So um, pairing him there with the the guys that they have on offense and backing him with that defense, I don't see anybody really really, you know, stopping them. <laughs> right. Um, okay, moving over to the AFC. You know, in the West, we got um, Kansas City, of course. And uh, the AFC South. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee. And I said, this also because, um, you know, outright the Texans is blah. Uh, Jacksonville, I'm not too sold on Urban Meyer in terms of just, you know, his ability on the next level. We'll we'll see what comes of it. Um, and with the Colts having a couple of question marks, especially on offense, you know, with injuries and stuff like that. As I said they I believe that they're gonna have their um their work cut out from trying to, you know, at least even be competitive in that division. All right. Um, Okay. Now here's the one. 
the AFC North is for me probably in the same boat as the NFC West because legitimately outside of, um, <coughs> excuse me, maybe uh, Cincy, um, all those got all those teams are potentially, you know, potentially has um, a shot at taking a division, you know. Agree. You know, Cleveland's gotten better. You know, like I said, Najee Harris addition to, um, you know, to that offense is definitely going to give big men a, a huge safety blanket. And with Baltimore actually having wide receivers this year, you know, it's as I said, that, that division is definitely going to be interesting to watch. Right. And for the AFC East, um, this one, uh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to just go and take my crazy pill and I'm going to call my Jets. So I want to say we're going to take it, yo. I'm going wow. to talk it into, I'm going to talk it into. I'm going to say my Jets, we're going to take it this year. You know? And I, I guess I guess if the Jets win the division, I guess I'll get me a, a, a Bryce Petty jersey. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm gonna say it. And and I would say honestly, I would say if anything, this year would be our best bet at it because for me, I think uh, had them having uh, them having Wilson in his first year. Is not, you know, too much tape on him in terms of how he is in this particular offense. Obviously, you know, they have stuff from college, but not in this particular offense. Uh, I think we can do some things, man, like especially with the, the offensive talent that we have, you know, and the defense, like I said, our biggest question mark is, you know, the secondary, I would say, no, actually, no. Because with the with the injuries, it's more so maybe the linebackers, but um, as I said with the front that we got, I definitely think that we can, you know, give give people problems up front, which you know will help out the back end. So, as I said, I, I I have I have belief in them that they they could do it. If anything, this year more so than next year, honestly. Right. Um. Like I said, uh, the reason why I chose the Bills was because, you know, they, they did get Emmanuel Sanders and, you know, they still in the, the right direction, you know, even though we don't know what to expect from Josh Allen. We know Mac Jones going to do his thing, but Mac Jones is, is just in his first year. And I think Belichick is going to give him give him that little that little time, even if they win seven to eight wins, you know. That's still something good from from Mac Jones. So, so it's not a rush with him this season. Um, and Tua, Tua's a question mark for me, man. Like Tease really is a question mark for me, and I don't know what to expect from him. Because if because if the Dolphins expect to go to the playoffs with him, I don't see it happening. I think he'll be that one guy that stops them from going to the playoffs. You know, so 
So if the Jets do win it, like I said, I'm going to get me a Bryce Petty jersey and I'm going <laughs> to feel real petty, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to feel real petty. So um, with that being said, um, the only reason why we're doing this is because the season going to start and then next week we're going, we're going to, we're going to a lot of other, a lot of other stuff. So, um, so the AFC NFC championship and the Super Bowl um, predictions for me, for, for the AFC championship game, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to go with the, um, with the Chiefs with the Chiefs versus versus the Steelers. And I got the Chiefs going in the AFC and then in the NFC, which is which is probably going to be a shocker. But I'm actually going to go with the with the Packers and the Rams. Um I actually I actually have if the Bucks play like the Rams, I actually have the Rams beating them in the playoffs, which to me, you know, says a lot. Um and I feel like I feel like you know with the Packers and um, the Packers and the, the the Chiefs going into the Super Bowl that would be that would be woof that would be one of the best Super Bowls ever you know with two quarterbacks with a Hall of Famer and a guy and the MVP that's that's on his way to the Hall of Fame so um, and then I will choose Aaron Rodgers to win that championship and then Rodgers will will get the hell out of uh, Green Bay and then go his <laughs> way. <laughs> That that's how I see it—a fairy, a fairy tale ending. So that's that's my picks. Um, what you what you feeling, Kyle? Because I know you got different different scenarios. So so lay it on it, lay it on the line. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, I I say I think I'm 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 agreeing with you. Um, with the AFC, I I, I can see Pittsburgh. And Kansas City, you know, going to the um, AFC Championship. Um, as far as who would win it, that's that's definitely a toss-up. Just thinking about it right now, but um, I said at this at this point, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh only on the mm. only on the premise of the fact that I feel that their defense is going to be better than they were last year. And mm -hmm. you know, with Ben being able to still do Ben Roethlisberger things, as I said I think uh that he he they might be able to to pull something out. And, and get past um, the Chiefs. Um, and the and the NFC though, I'm going with uh, the Rams in Tampa. Mm. And with that. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, Tampa pulls it out mm -hmm. in a shootout type of a game. I think it's going to probably, if anything, I can see that game being pretty like 
close in the beginning, nothing too much. And I think in the second half, when adjustments come, they, I can see them just opening up and starting to score a little bit more because they get a better feel for each other. Um, and I have Tampa pulling out and beating them. But I have the Steelers beating them in the Super Bowl. I just feel like this Tampa and Pittsburgh will be such an unorthodox Super Bowl, but it will be mostly watched just because of the Pittsburgh fans. I know Pittsburgh are very dedicated. The Steelers fans are very dedicated to the Steelers, you know, the yellow yellow towels and, and Tampa, <laughs> Tampa Bay. They, they are some fans. They are fans, but, you know, they ain't come out till out the blue till last season, really. So, um, no deal, no shade, but you know, but it is what it is, though. But it'll be a good Super Bowl, either either one, you know. But I would love for Aaron Rodgers just to win that Super Bowl and then be like, "All right, I did what I had to do. Now, now I'm gone," you know. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can definitely see that. I said, especially with um, you know, the with all the doubters and naysayers about him. So he he definitely has the 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 mentality to be that type of person that'll you know want to go and show and prove so yeah let's be like all right i'm out of all right i'm out i'm out of here that he can either retire or he can go to another team but more than likely he'll probably pull a, a aaron Rodgers and just go to a different i mean pull a not aaron Rodgers, a peyton man and, and just go to a different team and try to do do the same thing with a, with a different team you know yeah so especially since you know brady's you know playing into his you know, early 40s right now. So I can definitely see Aaron Rodgers trying to follow suit, especially, if, you know, from a physical standpoint, he can. <laughs> yes, I'm about to say, the man The man don't even play preseason and the man still shows up in the season with MVP numbers. <laughs> so so why not, you know? I'm about to say, Brady's, Brady probably going to play another year or two and then once Brady is gone, then is, is Mac Jones the one we need to worry about? You know, find out during the next time on Dragon. Nah, let me stop. But for <laughs> real though, <laughs> but for real, you know, it's 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 just the years who left, and then that's it. Then then what? Then who's going to be that next quarterback? Other than Mahomes is going to be that quarterback. That's that's going to be the success. You know, that's going to be the successor. That's that's the way how I see it. Yeah. So other than that, that's it for our podcast. Please subscribe. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, NY Just Fans, and follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. You can also check us out on the Facebook group page, NY Just Fans. Um, we definitely got some hard, some hardcore, dedicated fans there. Um, we we one week away from, well, more than one week, more than one week away from the NFL season, and I think we're most excited because the fans get to come back and we'll get that intensity again. So, yeah, thank and thank y'all for listening. Um, until next time, we're taking flight.